Welcome to the Medical Sales Certification Podcast. This is Colby Wood. And on this podcast, we take a deep dive into medical sales and in particular, orthopedic medical sales, where I do my best to share with you everything that I have learned up to this point and document really the day-to-day sales calls and meetings and interactions I'm having so that you can learn from my experiences and hopefully help you become more successful in your career as well. So without any further ado, please enjoy today's podcast. What's up, everybody? This is Colby Wood with the Medical Sales Certification Podcast, and welcome to this episode. And I wanted to uh, discuss a conversation I just had with a buddy of mine uh, who is probably going to listen to this podcast as well. Um, So we will leave him unnamed. But what I want to talk about is how do you focus down on the product that or products that you need to be taking to market? when you are kind of taking over a territory for the first time. So you may be an associate rep that comes in and then you get promoted to territory manager, or you might be somebody that's making a lateral move and you're taking a new territory elsewhere, or, you know, there's any number of factors that could come into play, but essentially when you are the front line in a territory and let's say you don't have, well, let's just say you're the front line in the territory. How do you dissect what your focus is? How do you map out a game plan for growing the market? And what do you focus on as far as products that are in your bag to go to market? And so I want to talk through at least, you know, I'll have to be a little bit vague about the specifics of the products. I'll, I'll do my best to, to give you the, the details where I can, um, but hopefully give you a framework for how I think about things. And understand, look, this is one man's perspective, and you can take it as fact. You can take it as, you know, advice. Um, I'm not saying that I am, that I have all the answers by any means. Here's what I know. Uh, this buddy of mine called me up and asked me because I've worked for a couple of the sports medicine companies out there. He said, I know that you are going to shoot me straight when it comes to what your recommendation is for me in going and selling products. And what are the products that I should push on and push forward and really focus on in the territory because look if you aren't in medical device or maybe you are but if if you haven't experienced it yet these corporate companies they have focused products okay they're going to tell you all right we've got you know these 10 products here and we want you to be pushing these products and they're going to say you know they're going to they're going to walk out the reps that are you know have big territories and are doing really well and and the reps usually are going to say you know what are the, the corporate version of politically correct. They're going to say, you know, all the right things that the corporate company wants them to tell you. But then behind closed doors, they're going to tell you actually how they're being successful. Actually, you know, it's not because this product's so great. It's because I've got the relationship with the doctors and they want to use me, right? That's almost always what it is. You know, unless you are the market leader in a segment because your products are that good, if you're doing well in a territory, if you're running a big territory, you're running a two, three, four, five million dollar territory, a lot of your customers are using you because they like you, because they want to work with you, because they value you, because you're bringing something to the table that other people aren't. You know, it's, it's not typically, I mean, outside of you just having the best products ever, then that's why they're going to use you. They're going to use you because 
they want to use your product and they want to work with you and they want you to have the business. See, like nobody asks for the advice of what is my market strategy? How do I dissect this? What are the products that I should be pushing? Nobody asks that question that carries a bag full of the best products. <laughs> you just take whatever product you want to market, right? You just walk into anybody's office. You walk into any orthopedic sports med, uh, you know, fellowship trained sports medicine doctor's office, and you can tell him and show any product you want. Pull any product out of the bag, you're going to be fine. Okay, this advice is not relevant for you if you're that person because you're you're carrying the best product or you've got, you know, one, two, three of the best products. And it's very easy. You already know which products you're going to bring to market. This is for the people that are running territories with companies that may or may not have market share, may or may not be the market share leader, may or may not have the most premier mark products on the market. And so you're trying to look at, all right, I've got this bag of products. What am I going to pull out of the bag and try to show these doctors and try to convert business on so that I can, you know, grow my business and, you know, make more money, not get fired, etc. Here is my thinking. This is where... This is where I differ from the pack. And um, the, let's see, how do I say this? In sports medicine, the money, the volume of procedures, everybody is vying for shoulder anchors. Everybody is vying for rotator cuff procedures, labral procedures, because you, the busy orthopedic sports med surgeons can go bang out five, six rotator cuffs in a day or more. And if you are selling a double row rotator cuff repair implant system, you might go get four anchors for a rotator cuff repair that might bill out at $2,000. So in a matter of one day, you might have gone and done five cases at 2000 bucks, and you just did ten grand in one day doing rotator cuffs. Okay? Everybody wants shoulder anchor business. Everybody wants it. And make this applicable for whatever products or market segments that you have. There's going to be something, likely, there's going to be something that is the premier thing, right? Like the competitor that has the business that you want, we've got to dissect what is the low-hanging fruit? What do I ultimately want? What are the biggest opportunities? What am I going to be able to convert in the shortest period of time? How am I going to get into the customer's office that doesn't use me? There's a number of factors as you're thinking about breaking down your territory. And you've got to look and say, okay, yeah, it would be ideal to have this business. I would love the rotator cuff business. Why? Because I'd have a massive territory if I got all the rotator cuff business. Cool. Is that realistic? Probably not unless you've got, if you have surgeons that are very good uh, friends or you've got good relationships there, right? Unless you're the market leader. Use your, use your own judgment here. But this is, this was the advice I had for, for my buddy. It's like, I am concerned when somebody asks for advice, the way that I'm thinking about it is you don't need help. You're not asking for advice on how do I go sell, you know, and which products do I sell to this surgeon buddy of mine, right? Let's say you've got relationships with two guys in the territory that, you know, you can go show them any product. You don't need advice on which product do I go show to those guys. They're going to be able, they're going to give you the time of day to look at every product you have that's relevant. That doesn't mean they're going to use it, but they'll give you the time of day. What I'm concerned about when somebody says, how do I go grow this territory? How do I grow, grow this market? What do I do to get my foot in the door? You're essentially asking 
out of the doctors that don't know me, that don't know my product, that aren't using me now, that don't have a clue who I am or what I sell, how do I get my foot in the door with them? Like that's, that's the fundamental question you're asking when you ask, hey, for advice on how do I grow this territory? You're asking, how do I get my foot in the door with somebody that doesn't know me, that doesn't already use my product? And my answer, fundamentally, my answer to that is twofold. Number one, what product or products do you have in your bag that are differentiated? Okay. And I'm going to reiterate this because I think people, this probably gets thrown around way too much and it just went in one ear and out the other for you. Products that are differentiated, meaning that what is actually unique about a product that you sell. And I'm not talking about our shoulder anchor has three more pounds of pullout strength. Okay. Whenever possible. And maybe you don't have products like these in your bag, but maybe you do. And what you need to be thinking about is what products do I have? Whether or not you think that they're the best product in the world or not, because believe me, the, the advice I gave to my buddy is not the advice that he wanted to hear. I told him to pull out a couple of products out of his bag and, and lead with those products. And he thinks the products are shit. Like he didn't like the products at all. And I told him those are the ones you pull out of the bag. Why? Because they are differentiated. They're not incremental improvements over something else. It's not, hey, I've got an anchor that's 0.1 millimeter smaller diameter than what you're currently using. It's not, I've got five more pounds of pullout strength. It's not, I can add two more suture to this lateral rotator cuff anchor. Those may be valid points. Those are only going to work with your buddies. Those are only going to work with the doctors that you have relationships with. That's not going to work with somebody that doesn't know you, who you are, what you sell, care about you being successful, any of that. They're not going to say, oh, I've got a, a really good buddy that I'm using right now, but I'm going to use your anchor because it has five more pounds of pullout strength, or I can add two more sutures to the rotator cuff. Like, I just don't see that happening. But if you go show a product that's truly differentiated, product that is different than somebody else, if you can walk in and say, hey, check out this product. This is unique. You haven't seen it before. Even if they don't end up using it, that is the product you lead with because you need to separate yourself from everybody else. You need to give the doctor a reason to use you outside of a relationship, right? Like if it's just relationship selling, then lead with whatever the hell product you want. And you're not asking this question, right? Like you don't need me or anybody else to tell you which product to lead with if you've got a good relationship with a doctor. You go lead with whatever the hell product you want. You go lead with the high margin margin product you want. Whatever product you're going to make the most money on, do that. Okay, that's not what this is. What I'm talking about is somebody that doesn't know you, doesn't care about you at this point. Why do they care to look out your product? The only reason why is because you have something that's truly differentiated and lead with that product. And, you know, here's, here's just the reality of when I was having this conversation with a buddy. Nobody else, <laughs> nobody else in the freaking country would tell him to lead with this product. Like, I'm, like, seriously, you ask reps across the country, they hated the product that I told him to lead with. But I loved it. Why? Because it gave me something unique to talk about to the surgeons. It gave me an angle. It gave me a reason to pitch them. It gave me a reason, gave them a reason to see me. 
if I just walk in there and say, hey, hey, I've got I've got my version of the exact same thing you already use, and I'm strictly more or less have this just marketing angle of, you know, slightly more pullout strength. We doctored the results. You know, we did a white paper that said we're way better. Like, there's no reason for that guy to meet with you. But if you go show them a product that's different, now they might have a reason to meet with you. Like, think of low-hanging fruit. You got to, like, when you're dissecting a territory, you've got the people that you have relationships with that we've already talked about. Those are the people that you take your high margin, your best product, your highest volume product. You take that to those guys and hope that they're going to use it. Because then that's going to make a big impact for you. The guys that don't know you, that don't care about you, that don't have any invested interest in you doing well, the products you take to them are the products that are different. I don't care if you don't think they're the best products. You take them products that are different because it'll give you a chance with them. It will get you in the door with guys that otherwise wouldn't care to, to see what you have to say. Now, it doesn't mean that, you know, you might get frustrated because, well, I walked into this guy's office and he didn't want to see me. Well, some products that are differentiated, like if they are differentiated products, that means they're by definition away from the norm, which means that by definition, a certain percentage of the surgeons are going to say no to the product just because it's different, just because they don't want to do it that way. Like that's, that's a good thing. I you know, I, when you, you don't need every surgeon in the territory to use your product. You're not going to, first of all, you're never going to get that ever. You're never going to get every surgeon using your product ever. And you shouldn't try to, you should try to get 20%, 25% to use your product. If you walk into four offices, taking a truly differentiated product, you're probably going to get one of them that'll say, Hmm, I'd like to try this. That's a win all day long, especially when you're coming into a territory for the first time and nobody knows you. Like you're going to build rapport. You're going to build trust. You're going to build confidence. You're going to build a relationship with the doctor who uses that differentiated product to then sell him the other products. But you don't go out and lead with like the highest volume product he could ever use. Like nobody gives up that business, right? Like, and the way I explained it to him is, look, I, I worked for the market leader in sports medicine. Out of every product in that company's bag, out of every rep's territory, the last hill they will die on are shoulder anchors, period. Okay? <laughs> so whatever, the, whatever the, that product category, that procedure is for you based on the products that you're selling, you're, you may not be in sports medicine, you may not be selling shoulder anchor products, whatever the whoever the market leader is that you're competing against, whatever their number one thing is, that's the hill they're going to die on. If you are trying to compete against that, go for it. That's fine. But if you have something else to sell that is not going to compete directly with that one thing or those couple of things that they're going to do anything in their right mind to not give up the business on, go, focus there first. You would want to go into a less competitive environment if you can. Like, you don't want to try to attack. Like, oh, I want the rotator cuff. Like, of course you want the ro rotator cuff business. <laughs> you didn't call me asking for rotator cuff advice. But your competitors are not going to give that up. That's the last thing they're going to give up. They're, they would be willing to give up meniscal repair a hell of a lot sooner than they would give up their rotator cuff business.
Why? Because there's way more volume. There's way more money. It matters to them because they're going to get freaking fired if they give up their rotator cuff business. Okay. That's what you're up against. But if you've got a differentiated product that is in a little, little niche area or a less volume, lower volume procedure, but it's differentiated, like sell that product first. Like you're never going to walk in and take all the rotator cuff business unless it's a relationship. And in that case, you don't need me or anybody else telling you what to do. Like go take the rotator cuff business if you can. <laughs> you got a relationship, go take the rotator cuff business. Cool. For all the guys that don't know you, focus on whichever products you have in your bag, even if corporate, even if other, every other rep in the country, even if all of those people say, oh, this product sucks. Oh, you shouldn't sell this product. Like, don't, don't be totally blind, but don't just assume that you shouldn't be selling those products. You should try whenever possible to sell products that are truly differentiated. That's what gets you in the door with guys who don't know you so that you can actually build that relationship over time. So, um, hopefully that communicates and that's helpful. Um, and good luck to all you guys out there who are starting territory. So anyway, thank you guys for listening to this episode. We'll see you on the next one. Bye.